0: you give consumers access to more money and even employers, they tend to spend it. That spending props up the economy. Hey everybody, Jay Pitts, broker owner at Remax Premier Properties, and I'm back for another episode of JTP University. Today is September 29th, 2021, and just last week, the Federal Reserve indicated that rate hikes are on the horizon. Today, we're going to talk about four things that you need to know about rate hikes, what they mean, what's behind them, and what is to come in the real estate market. First, let's say mortgage interest rates. Number one, they follow the 10-year treasury. Why is that? It's because the 10-year treasury is an investment. It is you know, a marker, if you will, that most you know, aptly follows, most parallels the life of a mortgage loan. The average homeowner in the United States stays in a mortgage or in a home for 7 to 10 years. So when you look at the movement of the 10-year treasury as opposed to the overnight rate, which we'll get into in a minute, that's what gives you the indication on what is going to happen to interest rates. So I'm not saying that rate hikes on the horizon will directly mean that interest rates will go up but I am saying it indirectly. Number 2, what is the federal funds or the overnight rate? That's the rate that the treasury has at their disposal. They can change it usually a quarter at a time up or down, and for several years that rate has hovered at or near 0%. What is the what is the rate though and what is its purpose? It's the rate at which banks federally regulated can borrow from one another overnight to ensure that they have liquidity to fund the loans they have in process in terms of origination. So here locally, Bank A may borrow from Bank B at 0% currently, free of fee. I'm sure there's fees, and it does happen behind the scenes, so I don't know exactly, and I'm not a banker, but they can borrow relatively cost-free to fund their loans and vice versa. It goes both ways. Number three, mortgage rates like I said before, don't directly follow the federal funds rate or the rate that we're talking about in the news that is going to start being um, being raised over the next couple of years. They don't directly follow, but they do indirectly follow. You know, it is a signal. From the people that manage our economy, that several things are in the works. Number four, what is the concern in today's economy that would cause rate hikes to happen when they haven't happened for the last several years? Well, there are two that I see. First and foremost, inflation. Second is an overheating of the economy. Now, I'm gonna handle the second one first because. You know, frankly, I don't think that's what we're seeing. We're not seeing an overheating, maybe in certain sectors. Certainly, there is concern over price appreciation in housing happening at a very rapid pace due to other factors, you know, lack of available inventory, et cetera. But overheating is not entirely the cause of this probably, more than likely, it's concern over inflation. Obviously, we had reaction to the pandemic. We had the V-shaped recovery, part of which was possible due to massive injection into the economy of stimulus funds via the PPP program, um, you know, other, you know, enhanced unemployment benefits, etc. When you give consumers access to more money and even employers, they tend to spend it. That spending props up the economy. It also also means that monetary supply has been quite loose. You can understand a lot of these concepts, frankly, by just looking at simple supply and demand. What the federal, uh, what the federal government does when they raise that rate is they make you know it less enticing to borrow when they raise the rate, banks don't want to borrow because they don't want to pay interest. Okay? So they, they restrict their criteria and only make loans that they can fund on their books. Monetary policy shrinks. Inflation goes down because there is a lack of available funds. Supply and demand. So in retrospect, okay, or in summation, I should say, four things you should know. Number one, mortgage rates... Directly follow the ten-year treasury. Number two, the federal funds and overnight rate is the rate that banks can borrow from one another at. Number three, mortgage rates will indirectly follow that, but it's a signal that things are going on in the economy that require stimulation or you know a reining in from a monetary policy standpoint. Number four, concerns over inflation and maybe overheating of the economy uh, is causing some of these moves, but you know the truth is our economy is very complex. Okay, rising, r- rising rates should not make you think that we're automatically going into recession or a slow housing market or that buyers won't be able to afford real estate. That is not the case. I, I fully expect a more balanced, less frantic real estate market in 2022 and 2023. The truth is we still have 70 million millennials out there that want to buy homes and we have 60 million baby boomers that want to sell to them. Those two factors mean the real estate market will be healthy for years to come. Once again, Jay Pitts, broker owner at REMAX Premier Properties for another episode of JTP University. We'll see you next week.